Hey, Seattle hockey fans, Erica Lindsay Ayala here, your host of Locked on Kraken. On today's episode, we're going to take you to Dave Haxtell getting kind of real, Ryan S. Clark getting kind of crunk, and RJ from Emerald City Hockey with a fantastic recap. And I must say, I agree with my good man, RJ, on his analysis from yesterday's Seattle Kraken practice. That and I'm going to dive into special teams for another team. I know uh, we're going to talk a little USA hockey and uh, might have a little bit of a tidbit or two from an interview Ron Francis did with ESPN. Let's get cracking. <laughs> Locked on Kraken, your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica Lindsay Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. Thanks, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. Oh, yeah, baby. We talking practice. That's Allen Iverson for some of y'all know. Some of y'all know. I always like, you know, I know that's part of like the sports narrative or whatnot. We talking about practice. We talking about practice. I feel like I've used that one on this episode or on this podcast before. But AI, yeah, we talking about practice. Practice is important, especially when you're a Seattle Kraken team. 30-plus games into the season, and you're not really cracking that win column. You're not hitting that win column like you want to. So no matter what AI and Philly and them doing, the Seattle Kraken, oh, yeah, we talking about practice. So I'm going to take you to some comments that Dave Haxtell made about these extended practices that the Seattle Kraken have been fielding because of the COVID postponements the game against the Islanders this week postponed the game against the senators this week postponed. So they're not going to hit the ice again until they go on the road against the Winnipeg jets. So yeah, we talking about practice. And as promised, you're going to hear from Dave Haxtell. You're going to hear from Carson Susie, and then you're going to hear from RJ. I Always love to hype up other people covering the Seattle Kraken. I think that's extremely important here. And I, I agreed with a, a good amount of what RJ said. So first, let me take you to what Dave Haxtell said, and then we'll break it all down. Hey, Dave, you look at today's practice. It might have been the longest of the season and one of the longest you've had really since probably camp. Like, what did you think of the way it went? What are the things that you, you saw that you liked? And what do you think is maybe the big takeaway from players when you look at how today went? Brian, we're, you know, we took advantage of, of yesterday's time. Probably, I mean, we probably spent a little bit more time on the ice yesterday than we did today, but both were, you know, both were, uh, you know, were purposeful, detailed practices. Um, you know, we had an opportunity to, uh, to get to some areas and some systems areas uh, that, uh, that we haven't been able to, uh, you know, to, to get enough time on in practice, um, over the last month. Uh, so, you know, today we focused a little bit on, uh, some PK, uh, just some PK pressure and, uh, trying to build some chemistry there and a little bit of three on three. So, you know, our, our practices, you know, as a, as a, you know, in general, our, our group practice is hard and, um, you know, has, you know, has, you know, pretty good practice habits, 
but if I can be blunt, uh, the competitiveness of our practice has to increase. Um, you know, uh, at times our practices are too nice. Uh, there's certain drills that are meant to be competitive and they have to be game-like. Um, and, you know, that's, that's an area that, uh, you know, that we'd like to see improve, you know, within our team, not just practicing hard, uh, there's a difference between that and, and a little extra competitive level. It was about the PK. It was about, um, and you, uh, you'll hear RJ allude to this, but there's also been some skating. Uh, they're getting some conditioning in. You heard Dave Haxtell allude to the fact that there's been interruptions. There's so many interruptions this season for the Seattle Kraken and for really all of us, right? For the last two years, it's been like that. But when you're a brand new team, when you're an expansion team, when you're a team coming out of your teenage years into those early 20s, as I've been talking about here on Locked on Kraken, getting in practice is extremely important. Creating the habits that you want is extremely important. And here's the other thing. And this is what I loved because I've gotten close into the camera before I've told Philip Grubauer, he needs to get more aggressive. I've said, yes, this Seattle Kraken team needs to get more aggressive. And you heard Dave Haxtell. He said, I'm going to be completely honest. My team needs to get after it a little bit more against each other in practice. Yes, 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 yes to that. You have to practice how you want to play. You have to practice how you want to play. Here's Dave Haxtell again. There's a certain competitive level that, uh, you know, the game really comes down to a lot of, you know, a lot of 50, 50 battles. It's, uh, it's very much a team game, but within this team game, there's a lot of individual plays, 50, 50 battles, us or them type of battles. And, uh, you have to get as close to that edge as you possibly can in practice or else there's no way it's going to consistently happen uh, in a game. And, and for us right now, we're not consistently there in games. We're, uh, there's too many points in games where we're making critical mistakes. Uh, you, can, you can call them systematic. You can call them individual. Um, they're happening. And those have to, uh, we, we have to get those out of our game. Um, we do a ton of good things as a team. Uh, but at the end of the day, you don't add up the the good things and the positive things that you do. Uh, it's about, you know, doing everything that needs to be done to uh, to build a win over 60 minutes. And it gets harder and harder. We're into game 30 of the league now, uh, 30 plus. This league continues to get better uh, as you go through certain stages and different stages of the regular season. That's so important. You can't just assume you're going to show up okay and all of a sudden everything's gonna click the only reason people can show up and everything clicks is because they've put in the work i've talked about it on the show before i'm not great with the the harvesting and farming analogies because that is not my ministry but i know enough to know that you can't cheat the system when it comes to growing a harvest you can't cheat the system. That's the perfect example of literally the term you reap what you sow, what you put into the ground when you fertilize, when you water, when you care for your crop, then it will grow. You're not going to get corn. You're not going to get all kinds of other crop unless you put in the work. The Seattle Kraken need to put in the work, and it sounds like that's exactly what they're doing. Before I take you over to RJ from Emerald City Hockey, let me take you over to what Carson Soucy had to say 
about getting it in at practice. This thing we realize in just how big even just those single ports points are. I mean, obviously our, our record in three on three or the extra point there hasn't been great for us. So um, you got to scrape to get other, any points you can get. And in this league now with the three on three overtime, it's obviously a big part of it with how close games are. Um, and I think we're just kind of realizing we need some of those points if we're coming down the stretch here. Hey, Carson, thank you for doing this. Um, mentioning good quality practices uh, from the guys from Dave Haxtell, that's the goal for the week. And the frustration maybe in the past with how some games have transpired. What have you taken away here from today or the first two days to uh, meet your goals heading into this next week? I think it's just compete. Um, I know we're just going against each other in practice, but um, there's there's no more time kind of just to take it easy on each other like you kind of do in training camp or when you're coming in just skating before the season or at the end of summer, it's kind of we're right in the mix of the season. So we got to play each other like we'd play, um, you know, other teams just to be ready for when we come back because those are obviously huge games right when we get back and we can't can't afford to come off this break slow. Yeah, just kind of what's your takeaway defensively of the last three games? Like, where do you think that some of the breakdowns have come from? And like, where do you think you guys have developed um, since the start of the season to this point? I don't think we've been bad. I think we've done a good job most of the game limiting limiting other teams. It just kind of seems right now just kind of in that stretch where kind of one mistake is is too big of a mistake. And it always kind of ends up in the back of the net. Um, and I think it's just time, the time of those mistakes kind of we're in the stretch right now again where we score a big goal, it seems, and we're kind of riding high. But next shift, we kind of give up one and lose that momentum. And that's hard to bounce back from. It's important to get after it in practice. It's important to get after it in practice. Okay, uh, you know, I'm keeping all the jokes live. I want to go back, actually, to Dave Haxtell. I'm, I'm actually going to play what Ryan S. Clark said to Dave Haxtell because I want – I want to make sure I heard what I thought I heard because I thought I heard, um, I thought I heard Ryan S. Clark ask Dave Haxtell how he will know if what they're doing in practice slaps, not slap shot, but like, oh man, that slaps. Like you know, like the like the uh, slang term that slaps something is good or it's like dope higher fire fire excuse me i thought that's what i heard ryan s clark say and i had to message him i haven't heard back yet it's still early in seattle at the time that i'm recording this for you so um ryan with the flavor bringing that brand new flavor in the air here's ryan s clark asking dave haxtell how he'll know if what they're doing at practice will translate into something that slaps when it comes to game day Dave, I just want to jump back to something you said about practices being too nice. Like there was a sequence today, I believe it was Will Borgen was was with someone and I believe they ran into one of your assistants and there was kind of like that physical nature. Like, is that sort of the tenacity you want to see where like during practices, like you have more of those moments or like what are other examples of things like you want to see where you look at it and you're like, that's what we want. That slaps and that's kind of the standard we want. <laughs> oh man, Ryan. A hoot, an absolute hoot. I think Seattle has a great, um, you know, beat. There's so many amazing people, people that have been helpful to me, um, hopefully people that I've been able to help. And speaking of, we're going to take you over to RJ. He's doing something that I 
think is amazing. When we have Seattle cracking game days and I don't fall asleep, I try to give you a video, a reaction video after the game. RJ's giving you a reaction video after practice, and I'm here for it. I am here for this hashtag content. So here is RJ Emerald City Hockey. If you're not following already, make sure you remedy it, remedy that on the immediate. RJ with his thoughts post practice. Hi everyone, it's RJ from Emerald City Hockey with another Kraken practice recap. Seemed like you guys liked the last one, so we're gonna keep doing them. Main takeaways from practice today. First, there was a lot of work on special teams today. Haxel mentioned after practice that they were working on aggressiveness on the PK as an area of focus there. The other big area they worked on today was three on three, something I know a lot of you have been wanting them to focus on given the team's struggles in overtime. They played about 10 minutes of three on three and in that whole time there was only one goal scored. So take that as you will, you know, good on the defensive side, bad on the offensive side, kind of up to your interpretation. They did have another fairly long skate at the end of practice. Unfortunately, the goalies did not participate this time, so sorry to everyone who enjoyed that goalie skating video from yesterday. Uh, lastly, I wanna talk about Hackstall's presser after practice. So this is about as blunt and honest as I've seen him talking about changing the way that the team needs to practice. He said, if I can be blunt, the competitiveness of our practices has to increase, and that the practices at times have been too nice this season. Now, he did say the team generally has good practice habits, but he pointed out that there's a difference between practicing hard and having that real compete level in practice. Carson Soucy echoed that as well, saying that there's no more time to take it easy on each other. We've got to play each other in practice the way that we play other teams in games. So look for more physical, more competitive practices as a theme going forward. Now, one final note on attendance. Uh, everyone who was at yesterday's practice was here today, with the exception of Cole Lind and Joey Decord, both of whom were sent down to Charlotte. So the checkers have back-to-backs coming up, so it'll be good to get them into some games instead of just kind of sitting around practicing here. So that's it for today's practice recap. Uh, the Kraken have another five days in a row of practice scheduled, so keep checking in for our coverage of that. Thanks for watching. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar <laughs> and maybe even better. Hello, cookie dough chunk. I need some cookie dough chunk in my life for real. If you want to eat healthy, um, but you're worried about getting kind of bored by your options, uh, this is the snack for you. 130 calories on average, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of of protein. Eating protein in the morning especially is critical for how our metabolism is going to act and react for the rest of the day. So getting Built Bar on your calendar, right, bright and early, along with, uh, I personally like to drink tea in the morning, is so good for you. And so here's another idea for the new year, that tea little tip and protein in the morning tip, that one was free. Here's what Built Bar wants you to know. Uh, why don't you replace Built Bar's uh, with whatever you have in your secret stash. Everyone's got a little sweet tooth, especially I have a big sweet tooth. I got a few of them. So whether it's at home, in your gym bag, at the office, like for, it is for me, replace Built Bar with your other snacks intermittently if you, if you got to get there gradually and see the difference. Look good, feel good, do good. That's what we want. And Built Bar can help you along that journey. 
If you head over to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your next order of Built Bars. Again, head over to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order of Built Bars. As always, I want to thank you so much for making Locked on Kraken your first listen of the day. I hope you enjoyed that little segment by RJ. I mean, almost 2,000 views. I think the Seattle Kraken fans are are digging it, RJ. Congrats to you over there at Emerald City Hockey. But now let me take you over to ESPN. Now, this came, uh, this was written by Greg Wyshynski, um, a little almost a week ago, almost a week ago now. Um and it is a Q&A with Ron Francis. So here we go. Starts with, since their inception, the Seattle Kraken pushed back on comparisons to the Vegas Golden Knights, who rewrote the rules for the NHL expansion teams by making the Stanley Cup final in their first season. From day one, we've said we're not Vegas, Kraken general manager Ron Francis said on Monday. There's no debating that. Through 33 games in the 2017-18 season, the Golden Knights had a point percentage of 670 and were atop the Pacific Division. Through 33 games, Seattle has a 364 point percentage and reside in the bottom of the Pacific, which is where you might expect to find a Kraken, but not the Kraken. Okay, Greg, see what you did there? I see what you did there. So, again, this is a Q&A ESPN did with Ron Francis. So, Ron talking about that this has been challenging more challenging that they than they'd hoped. Um, that he thought that this would be a competitive team. Uh, you're always hoping that things go right for you. Um, the plan all along was to build this thing right from the ground up, long term. Have a strong, successful franchise. That's how we drafted. That's why we kept our cap space available. So that hasn't changed. So although not thrilled with the results. He's staying the course. Ron Francis wants to stay the course. He mentioned that cap space. We've talked about that on this episode or on this show, excuse me, before. How will this year's record impact the next three or four seasons? To which Francis says, I think you have to assess where you are and act accordingly. For us, the worst thing to do would have been to panic and change course and start giving up assets for pieces that may or may not turn things around this year. So again, Ron Francis reiterating that he's going to stay the course. The tough part is the tough part is biting the bullet. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all attest to that, Ron. Uh, sticking to the plan, drafting and developing well, and trying to improve your team in ways that you can. At the core of it is not doing something now that affects us in a negative way two or three years down the road. I always thought that maybe the Seattle Kraken would have a little bit of a shorter leash. I talked about that when Allison Lucan was on the show. I've talked about it when we had Haley Salvian on the show really early before the Seattle Kraken dropped the puck on the regular season. Sounds like at least for season one, that's not going to be the case. And you know what? I'm okay with that. Why is what the Kraken have not working? We don't know. I'm very curious. I am very curious to see if we see an uptick in productivity from the Seattle Kraken um, after this week of intense practice, after Dave Haxtell challenged his team to get after it in practice. I love that. 
I was the type of player in any sport that I played that um, I wouldn't go to the line. I would go over the line in style, of course. I'm talking basketball. Slide across the line, pivot, and run back up the court. I would go over the line. I would do the extra. You don't cut corners. You don't cut corners. That's the kind of athlete I was. So to see that Dave Haxel is challenging his team to show up at practice as they would in a game, I love that. This is not just a young team. I mean, age-wise, you could argue that they're not the youngest of teams, but they're a, a brand-new franchise. And so you have to build th the expectation. Because, sure, Mark Giordano, when he played in Calgary, had some expectations. Yanni Gord, when he played in Tampa, had expectations. Jordan Eberle, when he played for the Islanders, had expectations. So the assumption can't be that when all three of those players and everybody else from the Seattle Kraken come together, that the expectation, that the, the foundation, that the, that the floor is the same. But coming up next, I said I was going to talk about another hockey team. We're going to go back to USA Hockey because I had the opportunity, since we talking about practice, I had the opportunity to talk to Joel Johnson, and I'm going to let you know what he had to say. All of that and more coming up on Locked on Kraken. But let me tell you how you get your money together, and that's with betonline.ag. And, of course, we have the Locked on Bets show that's going to make sure that you're making the most with your money. But Locked on on Kraken also wants you to know that betonline.ag has you covered this sports season. New interface, brand new website, website, but still your number one spot when it comes to sports action. So if you head to the website, mobile device, tablet, desktop, all good, you head to uh, betonline.ag and when you sign up, and you make your first deposit, you will get a 50-50 welcome deposit, a welcome bonus back on your on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. Again, make your first deposit, use promo code locked on, get 50-50% of your deposit back as a welcome bonus from basketball to football to, of course, the National Hockey League, Bet Online has everything that you need, and it's time for you to take advantage of all the offers that they have for the 2021-22 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of the new and amazing offers. Bet Online, where the game starts. As promised, we're going to talk more USA hockey. As of this recording, as of right now, we're still waiting on the sled hockey uh, roster. We're still waiting on the men's tournament roster for the United States. What gives? Are we going to get it? I don't know what's going on there, but you best believe we're going to have some of the experts from Locked On NHL channel back on when we do get those rosters. So I can't give you an update on the men's tournament. I can't give you an update on the sled hockey team. But here's what I can do is to remind you, oh, man, when my man, Joel Johnson, head coach of the women's national team, said that he does not consider, he does not uh, focus much on special teams in a condensed tournament, 
I thought that was the craziest thing that I'd heard in quite some time. And I hear crazy things all the time, especially on social media. But I could not for the life of me understand how when you have a short tournament, how you're going to say that special teams is not a primary focus. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. And special teams was not good for the women's national team when they competed in the 2021 World Championships, with the, which they ultimately lost. So I'm going to sh- uh, give you a little bit of a clip from Joel Johnson, him talking after the loss in the World Championships um, about special teams. And um, then I'm going to take you to a clip of me, and this will be audio only, but I'll give you a nice little picture still shot overlay. I asked Joel Johnson about special teams, and what did he tell me? Oh, baby, it's on brand for this episode. He talked about practice. Oh, he talked about practice. So here is, is the first clip, Joel Johnson, after the loss to Canada in the 2021 World Championships, talking about special teams a question to to, to to your last statement is there one specific area from the women's world championship that that you think the uh, u.s could have been better and um and and uh, are you going to be focusing on on the, uh, that particular part of the, of the uh, game leading up to the olympics in 2022 yeah, I, I think the way that I'd answer that is, is yeah, there's one specific thing. We've got to score on the power play. We've got to generate more chances and be more organized. And I take 100% responsibility as a coach for, for us uh, not being as prepared or not being as successful um, in, that, in that area. Um, but as to how it relates to the next Olympics, I don't know. That's a long way away. Uh, we're going to work on power play, but it's not like we're only going to work on power play for the next six months. Uh, we've got to be prepared in a lot of different ways. So um, I thought our power play was a disappointment this tournament, and it led to you know some missed opportunities, including today's game. Um, but uh, but that's just that's a part of the the, the self evaluation that I have to say I've got to be better. Okay, and now we'll go over to Joel Johnson. I asked him again about special teams on this call. Brianna Decker was there. Hillary Knight was there. Kendall Coyne Schofield was there and Lee Steckline. So I'm actually going to play a clip from Joel talking about um, special teams. Yeah. Thanks Erica. You know, I think the, I think that when you look at the, the world championships, the special teams were something we, we weren't as uh, successful as we, as we could have been um, as to how it's, played its way out. Um, we're still working on that. Uh, we've got to practice tomorrow and we're going to work on special teams in the morning. The players don't even know that yet, but, uh, but, uh, but we're going to work on some special teams tomorrow morning. It, that's, a, that's a work in progress. As we go, we've got to first solidify our roster, then solidify some combinations and see how it goes. I think the, the weird part about um, international events in hockey is everyone thinks it comes down to three on three and, and overtime and special teams. And oftentimes it does. So we are going to be committed to be prepared for that. We've, we've set up a structure of practice to be prepared. I'm sure every other federation in the entire world has done that, but we can also win the game five on five. And so we don't want to dismiss that opportunity as well. So we're going to focus on our power play and our penalty kill. I think if you look at the, the six games that we were able to play, or whatever it was against against Canada, we we weren't bad on the power play. We weren't bad on the penalty kill. So I'm not going to overthink that as a coach. I trust our players. That's the thing that I think. 
I trust our players. I know who we put on the ice when we put them on the ice as a coaching staff, we have the ultimate confidence in them, whether it's special teams, five on four, four on five, uh, we're ready to go. And I'm excited to get it going. All right. I mean, it was like night and day. It was night and day. Joel was like, nah, special teams. And then he was like, special teams. I'll take that. I'll eat that. I, I respect that. Someone who can make the pivot. And then it's almost as if he knew I was going to ask the question. So I appreciate him giving that uh, to me. It does sound like the, the national team will be focused on special teams. Said he liked what they did in the My Why uh, tor- tournament. I have not gone over all of the stats for that. So I'm going to fact check and see if I think they did well on special teams. But best believe, uh, he actually, I actually broke, I helped him break the news that the team was going to focus on special teams at practice, which would have been on Monday. So I'm going to keep you updated there. I'm going to be in communication with USA Hockey in about another week and a half. My coverage of the Beijing 2022 Olympics is going to start to amplify here on Locked on Kraken and other places. So if you're not already, make sure that you're following me. Hold on. How do I do this? There it goes. Make sure that you're following me personally at elindsay08. Uh, I will have stuff on my other podcast that I do, the Founding Four podcast, which is focused on women's hockey. And I will, once we have that roster, give you an update on what we have planned for you for the Olympics right here, not only on Locked On Kraken, but on the Locked On NHL Network. But until then, you know what I'm going to say. Hold fast, stay true, and let's Go Kraken! Let's go USA too. Let's get after it.